What's going on, everybody? And welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger episode number 459 here on Thursday, May 18th. We do have a little bit of good news here for you today, but first, the bad. <laughs> uh, all right, so the border. It, I love how the message on the border has become from the liberal media is like, oh, see, nothing happened. And I'm like, uh, it's yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> There's still thousands of illegals crossing the border every single day being welcomed with open arms. And by the way, did you see the illegal that raped a teenager in Alabama? No. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. That might, well, that must have been Mayorkas' brother because he's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, in a, in a bathroom at a restaurant or something like that. But yeah. It was a, a teenager was raped by an illegal that was released by the Biden administration in 2021. So, but yeah, American citizens continue to suffer at the hands of illegal immigration. Biden loves it. They're bringing in more by the day. Mayorkas loves it. And so we just got our April numbers here. And just the number caught was 211,000. Oh my okay. God. So a half a million. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Who who knows how many of the gotaways were is what they call them and now we also have information that in april 16 on the terror watch list were arrested oh my god that's just the number that were arrested and that's more than the yeah. last four fiscal years combined in one month so yeah. well we knew this was going to happen we knew that 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 terrorists were going to you know exploit the um the situation at the border to get in so. yeah I'm just worried what's going to come in the long run from this. Like, yeah. I think you said recently when we were talking about this, they play the long game and they're just waiting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they they'll plan for months, years. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows when that's those cells will be activated? Yep. Another child died in U.S. custody at the border, so that's two within the last week. So uh, they're child rapists and killers. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ron DeSantis sending more Florida National Guard down there to help Texas in the fight to secure the border because apparently uh, we're the only ones worried about this. The federal government says, eh, let's let's just let these terrorists and illegals come in. And something that Florida just implemented that's really going to help is mandatory E-Verify. That's something that conservatives have been pushing for for a long time. But the thing the thing about this is like how long can these – state national guards and department of public safeties you know do this right like it's been successful for the past week week and a half uh in, in when they put up the razor wire and basically were repelling the invasion but is this just going to be a permanent thing are these states now going to take on the enforcement of what the fed should be doing are the feds going to stop them from doing this because remember there was some talk uh from What's his name? Mayorkas about, whoa, this might be illegal what they're doing. What do you think is going to happen there? It's just going to be more chaos, man. I think we should just just from what Julio has has seen and reported down there, the floodgates are open. Yeah. And, you know, they're getting like like we talked about last episode, they're getting court dates from like to like 2027. Yes, I understand. You know, the the, the we can track them through the phones, but. We, we all know they're going to, like, you know, toss them or whatnot. Right, right. All it's the like, taxpayer money that's paid for that, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, you know, it, it, we just we just have to accept that, you know, I hate to say, they're going to make us 
create a deportation force, which then will create another media circus. Which is fine with me. Yeah. Oh, fine by me too. But we're gonna have to, you know, you you know, there's gonna be some, you know, uh, squishy Republicans are gonna be like, uh, maybe we shouldn't do this when we have to. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, whenever either President uh, DeSantis or Trump comes into office in 2025, yeah. we can just start rounding them up by the millions and get them yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. And no deal, no deal for DACA. No. no not after this. No, not anymore. I was open to it back then. So was Trump. Not anymore. It's out of control now. Yeah. Um, all right, what else do we got here? Debt negotiations continue. Uh, no clear end in sight. The, I love how the liberal talking point now has become, oh, Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes to pass a debt increase. And I'm like, you fucking retards. We already did weeks ago. We passed it. Yeah, yeah that's what AOC said. Yeah, you saw There's that. The votes. They don't have the votes for that, but they have. we do have the votes for a clean debt you know, a clean raise. I'm just like, okay, well, yeah, you, obviously, you obviously didn't show up to work when we did pass the damn bill. So. Mm-hmm. And of course, AOC silent on the fucking travesty at the border too, of course. Yeah, no, she's too busy heckling uh, George Santos. So yeah, she should take her, uh, her white outfit out of the closet and go back down to that empty parking lot at the border. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cry at the empty, empty fields. But we're, we're 13 days away from Armageddon. If uh-huh. based on, Janet Yellen's timeline. So, well, we'll see. We'll what see. We're going to do here. I mean, we got to have something by the weekend. Yes, uh, you, you would hope to get the things rolling. Well, if they want to, have... you know, because you know, there's going to be more than a few people that are going to bitch about it and try to hold up through procedure and all this shit. So it's it's going to take like six days probably to pass this thing. And I'm being well, like, if they want to still go on their Memorial Day vacations, then yes, they need to have something moving by Sunday night. Well, you um, know. They want to get out of here. Right, of course. That's always what happens, you know. They yeah. pay bills right up against the deadline so that way they could go on their vacations. That's what happens right. every time. And remember, that, that's been my prediction since the beginning, is that they would pass it right before Memorial Day. Um, and that's how they would, you know, that's how they would handle it. All right. Uh, you mentioned George Santos there, and I want to talk about that for a minute. So... I just uh, love how he's just driving him insane by refusing to resign. Exactly. I, I yeah. love him. And I love how, for once, Kevin McCarthy is showing a spine and saying, no, we're not going to make him resign or not even ask him to resign. Um, And it's because we gain nothing by having him resign. We, In fact, we lose a voting member who's going to vote with us. Until he's found guilty of these alleged crimes that he's been accused of, he shouldn't resign. No one should. That's just a blanket statement right there. No one should. Yeah, and I love how – Anytime the media is pressing him on it too, he's like, "Well, look at Joe Biden's crimes. Nothing's happening to him." Yeah, <laughs> and and that drives them insane. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, what else? We get a new lengthy report released by the House Judiciary Committee, um, and the Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government, showing that the FBI and its supervisors retaliated against agents blowing the whistle on corruption and partisan misconduct. This morning there was quite the hearing on Capitol oh, Hill. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was. It, yeah. There, you should go back and watch all the videos. They're they're really long, so I'm not going to play them here. But like, they were going at it, and Jim Jordan was doing a great job, just smacking down the Democrats, basically saying "fuck off." Uh, but Representative Harriet Hageman, who of course ousted that piece of shit Liz Cheney in Wyoming, slammed the corrupt DOJ and named some names about who's responsible for this. Take a listen. To be blunt. The leadership of the FBI and the DOJ are corrupt. I will name names. Christopher Wray, 
and Mary Garland are corrupt. They know it, we know it, and the American people know it. Well, isn't it nice to have a real Republican from Wyoming? Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Um, All right, Uh, the wokeness is getting out of control. So first up, we've got the Biden administration now says that chocolate milk is too dangerous for children. What? But they're fine with chopping their dicks off and giving them puberty blockers. That's totally cool. God. Yeah, that's their, that's their new line now. Is that chocolate milk is not problematic. That's, that's they just... say chocolate milk and strawberry milk and all these flavored milks have too much sugar in them for these kids. Yeah. But chopping dicks off and puberty blockers, A-OK. That's, that's what they say. You know, also, you know that professional athletes actually drink chocolate milk as like a post-workout recovery? Yeah, thing? of course. Of course. Uh, these people are just disgusting. Uh, yeah. Well, now, you know, did you, oh, by the way, leading into this uh, woke discussion, did you see there's now a Transformers, like, yes, actual, like, Transformers show? Yeah, I think they're making these cartoons to indoctrinate yeah. these kids. Yeah, and, like, the fucking Transformers, like, I have pronouns, like, huh? they, them. I'm like, you're a fucking alien robot. Like, what the fuck? Yep. What the hell's going on here? So, and then, go ahead. No, the girls, like, the, the replies, it's like, I just saw the clip. I think national. I think we we might have, but National Review first clipped it. But like the girl responds, "Oh, that's okay. I I use I have I I also identify with pronouns because I know that I'm safe among like my peers or some shit." I'm like, yeah, no, she she no, said, no, talks like this. <laughs> says that her pronouns are she they, and I'm like, well, yeah. how the fuck does that work? Um, no one has these discussions. <laughs> it's just all the indoctrination of the kids, and you see. How, you know, like I just saw a story here in Florida on the local news about how, well, uh, the Tampa Pride Parade has canceled its annual celebration because of Governor DeSantis's rules. And I'm like, oh, you mean his rules about not uh, showing your dicks in front of kids at yeah. parades and drag shows and all this shit? So, so what you're saying is when you can't you know, show porn and sexual content to these kids, you're just not going to do it. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. So what was the whole point to begin with, right? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we cannot celebrate unless we can whip out our dicks. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's crazy. It is crazy what's going on there. And you see all these stories in the left-wing media, which I repeat myself there, but about... Oh, there's books being banned, and the parents are revolting against these books and these LGBT. How about books. how about you open those goddamn books because it tells these little kitties how to like have anal sex and all this shit. Well, yeah, the one in Indiana, it was the teacher assigned oh, yeah. reading. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. They're trying they're trying to cast her as like Joan of Arc, and we're all trying to burn her at the stake. I'm like, did you did you see the fucking book? One of the oh, chapters God. in the book is how to have gay sex. And this was like this was like a I think it was like a middle school. Yeah, it's like first grade, right? Is it first grade? No, I think it was like later. I think it was like sixth grade or something like that. It's, but still it, it's still just on. it's just ridiculous. And then they wonder why there's going to be reactionary, you know, equal opposite reaction from the side here of we're yeah. now going to put laws in place that ban the sexualization of children because you people just couldn't fucking control yourself. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And 
You see in Texas now, they just passed a, uh, I think we're going to talk about this a little later, passed a ban on transgender mutilation of kids. They have yeah. that here in Florida now. And this is what we're going to have to do in every single state that we could possibly do it with a Republican and conservative governing majority. We have to pass these laws. That's what happens. Pass the anti-artificial holes laws. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Um <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> we should we should make like you know how they always make these bill names to be like funny acronyms. That's what we yeah. should do now. No holes. The yeah. no, no holes act. The, yeah, it would be that would be the acronym is no holes, but it would be some long ass convoluted name. All right, <laughs> real quickly, Corinne Gray Poupon gave away the whole plan. Then the disturbing plans that Democrats have for kids here. She was talking to that left wing rag Jezebel. Take take a listen to what she had to say here. Yeah, roll that clip. There are more than 600 pieces of anti-LGBTQ plus legislation out there. A few hundred of them are anti-trans communities. And that matters because we have to call that out. And we've never seen this level. It's historic in the number of pieces of legislation. And I've met a lot of parents of trans kids in the past couple of months who have told me this these devastating stories whether they're in Texas or Oklahoma or wherever they are saying how they now have to seriously consider leaving their state to protect their child and that's something that we have to call out and continue to be very clear about that these are kids these are our kids they belong to all of us you can well, see that, you, well that's you, not creepy at all no, we I know. I own know. the kids they belong to us like, yeah, that's what they want to do it's not the first time we've heard this. Just last oh. October, uh, Kamalama Ding Dong had the same thing to say when she went on one of those bullshit late night shows. Take a listen to that. When you see our kids, and I truly believe that they are our children, they are the children of our country, of our communities. I, I mean, our future is really bright if we if we prioritize them and therefore prioritize the climate crisis. And then just the other day, we heard Joe Biden say the same thing. Roll it. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. As I often say, you teachers hold the kite strings to lift our national ambitions aloft. You really do. Imagine, imagine, just imagine. So there's a theme. There's a theme here. Did you say that we want to also ban like gender classes, which means the end of women's studies. I'm like, no, that's not what we're talking about. Here. So, well, I mean, that should be banned anyway because uh, it leads to incredible amounts of debt in college with no degree, with no job after you get the degree. So, uh, but that's a discussion for a different day. So, here's the thing, right? The pandemic was all around terrible in many ways, but if there was one thing that I had to pick out of it, that is. You know, I don't want to say a silver lining, but, you know, if we're really, you know, dredging the bottom of the barrel here for something good that came out of it, it was parents being exposed to what their kids were being indoctrinated with in schools. Oh, hell yeah. And I think it woke a lot of people up and it re and it really invigorated their interest in what their kids were learning and, and gave the juice to fight back against this because for a long time, you know, this was going on and this was escalating in schools. and. Nothing was, you know, nothing was being seen by the parents because 
there was no there were you know that that's just how it was right well because i mean you you also assume like there's you know this type of crazy stuff isn't happening in school you know they're they're learning you know lessons and whatnot not propaganda and also you know remember how we always say like every election is important Uh well like i mean i I know it's like you know we're preaching to the choir here but like those school board elections they don't get a lot of attention they don't get a lot of press but they're incredibly important and you know we, we've seen that like liberals have learned that have discovered that years ago and have like quietly taken over all these school boards right. finally finally we're pushing back on that yeah uh, but it's go- it's going to be a while to reverse this and of course now dude you see all these stories now like the, the these local nbc news and wapo and all of them like they're they're reporting on like these local school boards out in colorado and stuff like as soon as we take over oh yeah oh yeah it's, or, it's or, orwellian Look yep. what they look what they're doing. They're taking the gay porn out of libraries. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, they're freaking out over there's like some progressive college in um Florida. I forget, I forget the fucking name. But DeSantis appointed a bunch of um conservatives to the board, including Chris Rufo, the school choice guy. Huh? Yeah. And basically <laughs> all the faculty are like trying to transfer or, le- or or leave because they've been blocking you know tenure for all these crazy people and all these students are like bracing for like the worst and meanwhile buried in the piece the new york times is it admits that like nothing has changed on campus regarding like discrimination or anything <laughs> you can still be a left winger you just you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a more normal curriculum oh wait oh wait one of the things oh, oh yeah they're trying to attract student athletes apparently that's a horrible horrible thing to do yeah bad, bad. i know horrible yeah only if they're tranny athletes playing in something that they shouldn't be yeah student student yeah student athletes a uh, uh, you know a hardcore conservative tenet of education or, or, or something yeah uh student athletes oh athletes yeah, yeah. so that's how do you <laughs> that's a good one um all right let's get into some of the good news here the good, the good news we got here uh MTG files impeachment articles against Joe Biden and other administration officials, including Christopher Wray, Merrick Garland, uh, Alejandra Mayorkas, and a U.S. attorney, part of what she is calling impeachment week. And I love that. Um, You know, I've been saying this, like, they didn't hesitate to do a political impeachment against President Trump, and we should do the same thing. I agree. I agree. Problem is, like I said, we get back to these squishy Republicans who don't want to do it. I know. I know. And all it takes is like, you know, six of them and the whole thing is fucked. So it's just like, how about being the better person nowadays gets you nothing. Nowhere. Gets you nowhere. 1960s, 1970s, maybe the 80s under Reagan, maybe. But Mm -hmm. those days are dead. And it's now time to use institutional power for what it is. Democrats have been doing it for years. It's time to take it for a spin. Right. We have to learn to use it because they use it against us in every way possible. And not only they they don't not only use it against us, they use it illegally against yeah. us. So yeah. and some of it some of it you know fucking could be permanent. I mean look what they did to the, to the Justice Department. Yeah. yeah. I mean we just can't I mean I, yes, ideally as a thought exercise getting rid of it. Yes. But we we just can't get rid of the DOJ. We got to like rebuild it. And but that's going to be like forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's going to be up to the next president to come in and yeah. gut the entire government, and uh, and no, hold, no more holdovers. That's that should be a new rule for every yeah. new administration, regardless. I don't care how long. If there's a vacancy, tough shit. Just 
no holdovers, especially from a Democratic past Democratic administration, because we all see what, Trump didn't learn from that, and it caused well, a, and maybe maybe, maybe President Trump in a second go round would have a uh, more scorched earth tactic. I think he certainly would, but there's no doubt that the first time he failed to air quote drain the swamp, which to be fair. He was significantly hamstrung by fake investigations and a deep state conspiracy against him. Uh, But if he had just properly cleaned out, he may not have been. Yes. um, And and it also doesn't help when like some key members of your team also stab you in the back as we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it's it's chicken and the egg thing. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, one Republican Congresswoman who uh, has a big set of balls and not in a trans way, uh, Anna Polina Luna, submitted a resolution to expel uh, Adam Pencilneck Schiff from the House of Representatives. And nice. So, yeah, we'll see if that actually gets a vote or anything. I don't think it will. Maybe yeah. it might, but uh, take a listen. Well, a number of things. We're asking Durham to come in and testify so we can look at it more. It really raises the question about Adam Schiff. You remember when he told the American people he had proof? Remember when he told them he didn't know the whistleblower? And what he put America through and openly lied to us, and now it's proven in this as well? It raises a lot of questions about his, just his character, his standing inside of Congress, or whether he should be, even be in Congress. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, um, you know, my money's not on it to happen, but I'm glad that someone's actually just at least introducing this stuff. Same thing with MTG and the impeachment. You know, can we get Swalwell uh, in in that expulsion resolution too for basically being a Chinese asset? Well, I think in this case, the the case against Schiff is stronger. But yeah, I mean, there's no way Swalwell should be in in Congress. I mean, but you know, it's. He, I mean, the problem is he hails from like a D plus ten thousand district. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So a few of the conservative wins that we're racking up here. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte, who we came to love after he body slammed that piece of <laughs> uh, liberal journo to the ground. Uh, what's the guy's name? I forget. The one that he um, that he, he wrote for the Guardian. Yeah. Ben Jacobs. Oh, that's the one. Yep. He basically needed a tampon afterwards. That was awesome. So great, great job, Montana governor. I could go live in Montana, maybe. Um, but they banned TikTok, the first state in the country to ban TikTok <laughs> for its residents over national security concerns. Love it. Bill will take place, uh, take effect on January 1st, 2024. I'm, I'm sure it'll be challenged in court. Um, they're arguing that it violates the First Amendment. So this is going to be pretty groundbreaking stuff there. And of course, we'll follow that court case as it goes. Texas, we mentioned passing the ban on transgender surgeries, um, also including, but not limited to, surgical mutilation, hormones, and puberty blockers. It's great stuff, and it would go into effect September 1. So um, this is Texas would join at least 17 other states that have already banned such surgeries for minors. Uh, We got to do it. We got to keep doing it. Now, I will say... They're lumping this in here as joining 17 other states, but each of those bills has varying degrees of restrictions, and I think it's really only like six or seven of them that go to this length, which is the adequate proper length. Um, It's like Texas, Florida, um, and a few others of them, so we we need to get the, the rest of those up to speed and all the Republican states to do so. 
some good stuff being signed down here in Florida, in the free state of Florida. Very hot today, but very free. Um, <laughs> DeSantis signing a bill crushing diversity, equity, and inclusion DEI programs at the state's public colleges. The law prohibiting public colleges from using taxpayer funds on these, quote, discriminatory initiatives. Great, great job by the governor. And, of course, a law that we just were talking about banning uh, irreversible uh, genital mutilation, transgender surgeries, and all that shit. DeSantis signed a law doing exactly the same thing, basically the same as Texas. Um, I think this law here in Florida goes a little bit further, but take a listen to Ron DeSantis' statement. But when we do do the SB 254, uh, this will permanent outlaw the mutilation of minors. Uh, it will outlaw the surgical procedures and experimental puberty blockers for minors. It will also require any adults receiving these surgeries to be informed about the irreversible nature and about the dangers of the procedures. Uh, it will give Florida courts temporary jurisdiction to intervene and halt procedures for out-of-state children. Uh, you have actually some states in this country that want to be a haven for these types of procedures and even welcome minors without their parents' consent into some of their jurisdiction. We're obviously doing the opposite here. And I think this, is, this provision is important. This is going to create a way to recover damages for injury or death resulting from mutilating surgeries or these experimental puberty blockers that are given to a minor. Because what happens, they go through this, then they get older, and this is a huge problem. They should be able to sue the physician uh, who hurt them, and they're now going to be able to with this law. Great stuff. We need more of that. We need, we need people that have uh, the guts to stand up and fight against this because I think that one thing that's really disappointing to me hearing from the Trump campaign, and I don't know if you saw this yesterday, basically he, he has his surrogates out there saying that the Republicans need to basically ignore the culture war. And they're saying this because obviously they're they're trying to hit on on Governor DeSantis for that. But my thing is we fucking tried that tactic. Yeah. For a really long time. And look where it got us. Yeah. So I don't I don't you know, I get that they're trying to attack DeSantis, which is what you're gonna do in a primary, right? But as conservatives we need to be united on that front that we're not going to allow this to happen to our kids. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm kind of sh- – I don't think Trump even supports that either. No, I know. There, there, I mean no- Trump has weighed in on the culture wars too. I mean he's, he, you know, he bashes the woke people and calls them nuts all the time. So, But there is some signs that uh, he is not as strong on the whole transgender thing as DeSantis is. Um, remember that Don Jr. tried to get us to stop shitting all over Bud Light, and by us, I mean conservatives. Well, then we found out why, though. Right, right. But, like, you know, you, ha- you got to have the the commitment to go against this kind of shit. Um, Ford released a, a fucking bullshit ad yesterday, too. I don't know if you saw that. So clearly these companies are not learning, just as I mentioned yesterday, from the disaster that Bud Light took on. I mean, why, if you're if you're customer base is largely men who lean either center or right why in the world 
would you put this kind of shit out? Like, yeah. I just, I just don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Also, it's like, this is, you know, regarding that, you know, specifically the trans community, they're less than 3% of the population. Mm-hmm. What return do you expect to, you know, regarding these marketing strategies of like disregarding your current customer base that's kept you profitable for decades mm-hmm. and doubling down on this less than 3% of people who yeah but if you probably, look at- probably don't drive fucking Ford trucks no of course they don't of course they don't come on yeah, right <laughs> but you have to look at it as they're what they're trying to do here is part of the larger overall wokeification you know some people call it the transification the gayification all of that on the youth right because the youth percentages on this are disproportionately outrageously high oh yeah um, it's like 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 79% of everyone everyone is gay now under under yeah. it's, like, you know. it's not it's not that high but yeah i get the point is made <laughs> um but but like yeah it's like the trendy new thing now to you know not be not not non-binary is like yeah. one of the biggest things i'm like well, go to go to the fucking target man i mean there's all that gay shit they got there now you know like uh love love pray and be lesbian or something yeah, like yeah. it's like <laughs> out of control it's, oh you can get like the rainbow head pillows now yeah yeah and look i don't I, you know that's fine you can sell that's the- fine. Yeah. yeah i'm not saying that but like when you make that like you know policy to mutilate kids and right, well, sex the stuff problem that's- i have is is like you must endorse it right it's like the pride events where they want to be showing their dicks and all the you know the freaking drag queen shit and all that stuff like you know that is not acceptable oh yeah for sure i mean yeah if you so, oh, i i support you know you can say stuff like i i support you know lgbt but i don't think that there should be any nudity you're homophobic. <laughs> right, yeah, well, and it's the classic slippery slope thing. It's like we've been saying, like, and that's why it disappoints me to see Trump taking this tactic where essentially he's running at DeSantis from the left. Um, if you see some of the things he's criticizing DeSantis for, one of the things is the culture war. One of the things is like battling Disney. He, Trump is on the side of Disney. Let yeah. it not be mistaken that he has taken Disney's side against DeSantis. So that's really what disappoints me. Um, and you know, we, we, we're big time Trump guys, right? Like I, 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 that's the most disappointing thing to me. And so now the primary is going to officially kick off next week. We had all these Z listers in, but next week, Ron DeSantis will be formally jumping into the race. Um, according to multiple reports, at least it's not our reporting, but there are multiple reports on this that he is going to announce his intention to run for president early next week, uh, probably in an event in Miami. And then the week of after Memorial Day, he will have a formal campaign announcement, a speech. I believe he's going to do it up in his uh, hometown. I, I forget where that is, but yeah, so it's on now. And yeah. DeSantis is the conservative candidate, which it's crazy to me that Trump's taking this tactic of trying to run from the left because independents hate Trump. Yeah. So I don't see what he's trying to gain there. Well, he's trying to remember. He's he's more of a a populist too. He's he's a right leaning populist. So on some issues, he is going to be he is going to sound more like a Democrat. On it's mm-hmm. it's you know what it's a good it's a good duel because now we have we do have a legitimate you know hardcore conservative and like a right leaning populist, and we'll see those two wings will duke it out. I mean, we've talked about it before. It's going to be nasty. Oh yeah. Um, 
I, you know, it to the point where I feel that the fracture will be, you know, unbridgeable, in which case we are screwed. But we'll, um, see, we'll see about that because I, uh, I think that a lot of what's being tossed about right now, um, as far as the Trump camp's attacks against DeSantis are just full of shit. They're trying to argue that he is a Trojan horse. A Trojan horse, yeah, a Bush, a Bush globalist neocon. I'm like, what? Have any of you actually been watching how he governs and what he says? It's all bullshit. They're being fed bullshit from this paid, you know, inside circle of Twitter Trump people like Laura Loomer, who's a fucking psychopath, and teaming up with Democrats. Like yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Steve Cohen and uh, what's her name? Uh, not uh, I can't remember her name. One of the crazy Democrats. Um, oh, Shia Jackson Lee. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. He's teaming up with these fucking Democrats to attack DeSantis and try to get him investigated for using his powers to fight the culture war here in Florida. I'm like, what? They like it's one thing if you you attack him verbally, right? But to team up with our mortal fucking enemies to attack one of the strongest conservatives in our party, by far the best governor that's out there right now. That is just vile, disgusting behavior. I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. It's what it is. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I can't stand her. I can't stand a lot of the people that Trump has around him. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, I'm not going to vote for him in the primary. Like, of course, if he's the nominee, of course, we're going to, vociferously support him and try to get him elected but but it's primary season we have a choice and yeah i i I gotta by far the more electable choice is desantis and that's in the numbers right they love to talk about polling the trump like online crazies right and that's not to say that everybody that's supporting trump is these people but these are the people that are out front fighting for trump and that's one of the things that he needs to fix if he wants to really yeah he does he does because that team that he has now let's say he wins the nomination and it goes into the general that team is going to cost them we're going to lose 35 states it'll cost the election they're a bunch of fucking losers they don't know what they're doing like this like this alex kid on twitter he wasn't even able to vote when we were in the trenches fighting yeah. for Trump in 2016. So, like, you know, spare me the fucking bullshit of they, they call us traitors because we're willing to entertain supporting well, this. It's a, a lot of the, the tweets from that side. I mean, a, a lot of it is just so outrageous and so it's I, I, don't, I don't think it even sticks, to be honest with you, man. It's just. No, I know. Yeah, but it's, to me, it just shows, and we've said this before, and I, I say this again, it just shows to me the lack of seriousness about this. Like this, you know, everyone always says this is the most important election, right? But it is not a stretch to say that this actually is because if we lose this 2024 election, it's done. It's over. There is no coming back from it because that would put us to 2029 with a Democrat in the White House, potentially Democrats running Congress. What do you think that's going to do for this country? It's only been a little over two years. That would be close to seven years from now. It would be six plus. So like, it's just not, it's not doable. And you know, everybody on this podcast knows I'm a betting man and I'm going to put my money on the guy who I think gives us the best chance to win. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. But 
in this case, that's what you have to do in a primary, right? And for the people that say, oh, well, if Trump's not the nominee, then I'm not going to vote for the Republican. Well, then you're just enabling a Democrat. Yeah. You're yeah. voting for Joe Biden, essentially, if that's what you're doing. Because the same thing happened in 2016 when Trump won the nomination, right? We all got behind him. So now the same favor should be returned. Yep. But So we'll see. We will see. It's going to be got a lot of time. They got a lot of time. It is going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I just I think that the the results are there for themselves. Look at what look at what Governor DeSantis has done for Florida, right? And their only line is, "Well, Governor DeSantis should show loyalty to Trump and not run since Trump helped get him elected. He's the only reason that DeSantis is governor." Sure, he is a big reason that DeSantis is governor, but he Trump was not a big reason that DeSantis won by twenty points in his reelection. It's because DeSantis is a great governor. Has done well for this state. So, um, you know, and you look at the map, look at the map and look at the polling. It, it is what it is. Like, yeah, Trump is, what, 52% in the primary right now? Yeah, um, no. Now, I think that's going to shake up quite a bit once DeSantis is officially in and people start really taking a look at him. But if you look at the general election polling, right, and not just a national poll, they would say, oh, well, Trump's up three on on Biden. Well, yeah, in that same poll, DeSantis is up six. And so in that case, who are you taking? Are you taking the, the better bet, right? And if you look at the state polling, which is even more key, do you, you think that Trump's going to win Pennsylvania? I'm not sure about that. DeSantis yeah. might have a chance. I don't know if even DeSantis will have a chance, but I'd rather have a better chance than not. Yeah. So yeah. going to be fun. Going to be very fun. Off to the races. Going to be nasty is what it's going to be. But, you know, I really just wish that all these fucking Z-list candidates would get the hell out of the way. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Chris. None of them have a chance, right? <laughs> like, I don't understand. I get that they're all just egotistical pieces of shit. But at this point, if they truly wanted the nominee to be someone besides Trump, the only choice is DeSantis. Yeah. It's those two. It's it. Well, it's, you know, everyone, they, they, they want to bring issues that they're passionate about to the forefront. That's why a lot of these guys are running. I guess, but nobody gives a shit about Nikki Haley or Aza. Yeah, yeah or, yeah, I mean, Chris Christie. Or, or Sununu from New Hampshire, who fucked us on the Senate, by the way. So he deserves no support from anybody. I mean, I could go down the list. It's just, it's just ridiculous. So. And he also, Sununu should stay fucking put because well, he should shut his mouth and stop going on fucking CNN too. And we're we're, we're going to lose that governorship if he if he decides to do this. So, well, yeah, I mean, fuck him. I'd rather him go to the ashy. Yeah, I know, but I rather keep that governorship in yeah. GOP hands, and he can stay over there and do his thing. All right, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, went longer than we anticipated. So, but uh, if you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, of course, you know. Become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. It's what we're going to be trying to do is save America here. Um, of course, you will get triggered uncensored. You'll get a ton of exclusive content, and I promise you, a money-back guarantee, you will love it. So townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members who are triggered listeners, and it is so many of you. It means the world to us. Uh, that's why... We, we do it for you all, and we love you all. Thank you all for listening, and uh, we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger. See you then.